Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hudnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse, present Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Here's a pretty shocking fact. Hundreds of millions of people behind the Iron Curtain are victims of vicious lies about the United States. Yes, communism continues to take the initiative in the propaganda war. We must not only stop the spread of communist influence among peoples that are still free, but we must also fight the tyranny of those that is already enslaved. The Crusade for Freedom, created by General Lucius D. Clay, offers each of us as individuals the opportunity to strike a blow for freedom. This blow can be struck through Radio Free Europe, an independent citizen-sponsored organization which broadcasts the message of democracy through the Iron Curtain every day, hour after hour. It brings hope and truth to enslaved peoples, spiking lies and undermining the influence of red rulers. Radio Free Europe is a partnership of Americans and exiles of enslaved countries who broadcast to their compatriots in their own idiom. Join the crusade by contributing your truth dollar. Send your contribution to Crusade for Freedom, care of your local postmaster. After you've spent a week showing a house for rent to a couple of dozen prospects a day without finding the right tenant for it, pretty soon you get so you jump every time the phone rings. And after a while, you begin to jump when it doesn't ring. Well, what was that, Molly? What was that? What was what? The phone. I, I thought I heard the phone ring. Did you hear the phone? Did it ring the phone? Not a tinkle. Oh. That ringing is probably in your ears. This business of trying to rent Mr. Ingram's house for him is more of a strain than you think. Well, don't you worry. We'll get it rented. I was upstairs in our attic a while ago, and I got a brand new idea. What were you doing in the attic? Are you still trying to see into the attic next door? Ah, who cares what old man Ingram's got hid away in his old attic? If he don't want us to look in there and he wants us to just rent the rest of the house and not give the new tenant the attic key, okay, who cares? You didn't lose that key, did you? No, I just hid it away in case who cares starts getting curious in the middle of the night again and tries to get it out from under my pillow. I wasn't looking for that key last night. Then what were you doing with your head under my pillow? Well, you know what a restless sleeper I am. (laughs) You're as restless as a sack of cement. Anyway, I wasn't upstairs to try to peek into Ingram's attic. I don't waste my time that way. That window of his has got the shade down. How did you happen to notice that? Never mind. The point is, I'm going to get that house rented. I'm going to paint us a sign about three feet high that says, House for Rent, and put it on the front lawn. Good idea. And that's what I went up in the attic for, to get my paints and brushes and a hunk of cardboard. Where are they? In the garage. I just remembered. I'm going out there in a minute and paint a sign that you can read from here to... Oh, maybe this is a tenant now. Come in. Well, Dr. Gamble, come in. Hello, Molly, and good morning to you, fever blister. Hi, pumpkin smuggler. What's the good word, boy? The good word today, my boy, is aspirin. Aspirin? Without it, I couldn't stay in business. <laughs> oh, so that's what you give your patients when they come in, is it? No, that's what I take when they leave. <laughs> if you had to sit and listen to the monotonous recitation of fancied indispositions that I hear in a day, 
you'd wonder how the human race survives. If you call this race human. <laughs> Why, you sound a little bitter, Doctor. Having a rough week? Oh, about normal, Molly. For instance, yesterday, Mrs. Greenbaum came in and asked if I was too busy to take care of a little pain for her. Uh-huh. I said, of course not. And the next thing I knew, she yelled, come in here, Irving. You stay with the doctor till Mama comes back. <laughs> Slammed the door and was gone. <laughs> that serves you right for being so eager. Take care of a little pain, huh? <laughs> Irving was no little pain. Uh-huh. He was chronic and critical. I finally had to take out my tonsils to amuse him. You took out your own tonsils? Mm-hmm. How'd you do that, with a mirror? No, they're rubber tonsils that I use for chalk talks. Oh. But the Greenbaum lad was nothing compared to what happened to me this morning. Well, what was that? Mort and Mabel Toops brought that little punk, uh, little youngster of theirs in for a cold shot. Oh, Willie Toops, oh, he's a demon. To put it mildly. Hates doctors and he's needle shy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Well, I put him on the table, and four of us tried to hold him. Wow. In the tussle, my nurse dropped her glasses. Mort Toops stepped on them. The nurse gave me 5,000 units of penicillin in the upper arm before I could holler, that's the wrong epidermis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose we all have our problems, Doctor. Ours yeah. right now is trying to rent a house. You mean you still haven't found tenants for the house next door? No. I sent a couple over to look at it Monday. What happened after you talked to them? Tuesday. Oh. What I'm going to do today, though, I'm going to put a big sign on the front lawn, Patso. It's getting to be quite a problem, Doctor. If you hear of anyone else looking for a nice house, let us know, will you? I'll be glad to, Molly. I'll find somebody for you. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye. Doctor. Well, I better get started on the sign, I guess. Personally, I'd just as soon forget the whole thing at this point. Me too, but I promised Ingram I'd get that house rented for him, and when I make a promise like that, I wish you'd stop me, because you know what always happens. (laughs) This sign don't do the job. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Hello, I'm your Richard Hudnut Beauty Advisor. Here's exciting beauty news for you busy women. It's about an amazing shampoo that gives your hair a beautiful egg sheen in just three minutes' time. This remarkable beautifier is called Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo. It's made with real eggs, powdered in a wonderful cleansing formula that sudses right up even in hardest water. Every drop of this Golden Lotion Cream Shampoo is enriched with egg protein. And since hair itself is protein, it naturally benefits from this affinity of protein to protein. It's nature's own way to put a beautiful sheen in your hair. You'll love the way your hair gleams smooth and shiny as bridal satin. And ladies, nobody's too busy to take a minute more for Richard Hudnut Cream Rinse. It seals in that fine glimmer and gleam, protects it with a fragrant beauty finish... Take my advice and try this quick two-step way to truly beautiful hair. Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo and Richard Hudnut Cream Rinse. Ah, Phew. It's getting cold out in that garage. That's you, McGee? Yep. Boy, wait till you see that sign, Molly. Three feet tall with letters in red that says house for rent, two bedrooms and den, enclosed yard and garage, and charming neighbors. Reasonable. Sounds fine. You've only been out there an hour, too. You must have worked fast. Well, I'm not through with it yet, of course. What have you got so far? So far, I got the sign all propped up, ready to paint. Reason I came in is to get the electric heater. 
My fingers are colder than a pawnbroker's smile. The wires are all frayed on that heater, McGee. Oh. Won't it be dangerous? Oh, maybe. I didn't want to use it unless I had to, but after the fire in that wastebasket spread all over the floor, I thought I had Fire? To... You mean you started a fire in the garage? Oh, just in that metal wastebasket to warm my hands with. Didn't hurt anything till I knocked it over and the oil drippings on the floor started to catch fire, and then I had to shovel up some dirt in the yard to smother it with. Well, that was an awful silly thing to do. Well, I had to. I couldn't stop it out. Oh, what are these? I found them in the dirt I dug up. Oh, for goodness sakes, my dahlia bulbs. Oh, are they good to eat, roasted? Of course not. They're not good for anything, roasted. Oh, there's Mabel Toops out in front. She's driving me to the beauty parlor. Oh? I'll be home about 4 or 4.30. Okay. The electric heater's on the back porch, and do be careful. Okay. I'll have the sign all done when you get back. Nothing's going to stop me now. Good, good. One o'clock. Mabel's earlier than I thought. I got my coat and my purse and hat... All right, I'm coming. Hello, Mabel. We got lots of time, dear. Oh, say, can you wait a few minutes, Mabel? I think those people want to look at the house next door. Yes, Dr. Gamble, I'd have called you three hours ago, but I just got home from the beauty parlor. Yes, they were here, and I showed them the house, and they took it and gave me the rent. I was just going out the door when they came. Yes, they're a lovely young couple. We'll be glad to have them. Oh, good heavens. McGee, he's been out in the garage painting a for rent sign all afternoon, and the house was rented hours ago. No, I tore out of here to the beauty parlor and forgot all... I'll call you back later, doctor. Bye. Oh, dear, he'll have a fit when I tell him all his work was unnecessary. Here he comes. Grocer boy! Oh, I'm glad it's you, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, daughter. Wrong your groceries. As a tattoo artist said to the sailor who had two girlfriends, where'll I put them? Just set them there on the sink. That's all right. Here you are. You ought to make Johnny lay off that heavy food, daughter. Bad for both of us carrying around all that weight. Where's the boy? Sleeping? No, he's out in the garage, and I don't know just what to do. You see... Oh, locked yourself in again, did he? Uh, where's the crowbar? No, no, he isn't locked in. He's out there painting a sign for rent. You see... For rent? Who's he going to rent a sign to, daughter? Well, that's silly. Nobody rents signs, they buy signs. No, the sign isn't for rent. It's the house that's for rent. McGee is out there. Oh, painting the house, is he? Kind of cold weather for that, ain't it? Mm. House painting ought to be done. Please, Mr. Oldtimer, will you let me tell you? He isn't painting a house. He's painting a sign that says house for rent only. The house is already rented. Do you understand? No, I can't say that I do, daughter. Uh, do you? Well, I'm not sure at this point. I only know that he's been working in that cold garage for four hours and all his work was for nothing. And I could have told him three hours ago. Hey, Molly. Hey, come in here in the living room, will you? Oh, dear. Come on in here and look at this. Ain't this the prettiest thing you ever saw? He's got the sign done, sounds like. Hi, Johnny! Oh, hi, old-timer. Come on in here. I want to show you some pretty work, boy. Well, I may as well face it. I don't blame him a bit for being sore because I ran off to the beauty parlor and never once thought to tell him. Wait till you two see this. It's a dandy. Terry, I don't know how to explain. You don't know how, Johnny! Look. Look at this. What? What's that? My old model airplane engine I found in the garage. Runs like a top, too. Listen. 
Uh, well, it will when I finish fixing it. I only spent four hours on it so far, and if I spent... Is that what you've been doing all afternoon? You said something about renting a sign, daughter. Oh, the sign. Well, I can do that tomorrow, Molly, can't I? Uh, I was having so much fun with this little engine, I... Oh, don't be mad with me, kiddo. Now, you aren't sore, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not mad at all, sweetheart. Isn't this great news, finding this little engine? I thought I'd never see it again. Yes, McGee. And I have some news for you. We just rented the house. A friend of Dr. Gamble's. Nice young couple came over and they said they'd take it. Now, what do you think of that? Hey, listen to this engine run, will you? Here, I'll start it again. Now, listen. <laughs> Rent in the house, Johnny! Oh, well, I'll tell him tomorrow. When he's this way, there's no use... Fibber and Molly will be right back. Thursday evening is filled with fun when you set your radio dial to this same station. And when we talk about fun, you'll find the best of it each week on Truth or Consequences, the zany stunt game that keeps all America intrigued each time Ralph Edwards steps before the NBC microphones. The unusual is commonplace when it's time for Truth or Consequences. Be sure to be in the audience tomorrow and every Thursday evening when Ralph Edwards presents America's favorite party game, Truth or Consequences. Each Thursday, you'll hear the best Western adventure and songs from the Double R Bar Ranch on the Roy Rogers Show. It's 30 minutes of top entertainment presented by Roy, Dale Evans, Pat Brady, and the Whippoorwills. Make your date for entertainment with the Roy Rogers Show tomorrow. Then stay tuned for Father Knows Best with Robert Young in the title role. As the beleaguered head of the Anderson household, Robert Young finds more times than not that Father Knows Best about only one thing, trouble. Be sure to hear Father Knows Best tomorrow evening. Thursday's another great day on the NBC Radio Network. young couple, McGee. They love the house and they're moving in next week. Oh, swell. I told you I'd rent that house, didn't I? Yes, you did, repeatedly. Hey, but how about the attic? Did they beef? Because if they insist on opening that attic or they won't take the house, I'll go kick the door down and ride here and tell no. me... No. No, McGee. They didn't mind a bit. Here's their check. Hmm. The attic stays locked. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> NBC and Richard Hudnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse, have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. How about that attic? Will it stay locked? Will Mr. McGee resist temptation? We'll see. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Tomorrow night, enjoy the Roy Rogers Show on the NBC Radio Network.